0: Welcome in, everyone. Thanks so much for joining me today. I'd like to discuss some key steps for developing more friendliness towards our emotions. Uh, Before I go into these key steps, um, some of these I go into a lot more detail in in other um, episodes of my podcast and on my YouTube channel. I also have shared some guided meditations. So I encourage you to go back and check out, uh, especially some of the practices on embodiment, um, as well as some of the practices for working with anxiety, because those will also support your ongoing practice and exploration of uh, befriending your emotions. So, the first key point or step I'd like to share here today in relation to befriending our emotions is embodiment. Embodiment can mean a lot of things, and for me, embodiment has been a core or key aspect of my practice um, for probably, yeah, the majority of the years I've been practicing. Um, obviously, movement can be a form of embodiment, so if that's something you you like to do, great. Uh, for me, the kind of embodiment I'm talking about more relates to sitting meditation, and feeling, and opening to, through awareness, uh, the more subtler aspects of my feeling world, sensations, emotions, and then energies, right? And so the idea here is we're both developing a practice of groundedness through embodiment, as well as an exploration where we're opening um, to our own felt experience a little bit more, so some of my particular struggles with embodiment um, and developing more friendliness towards emotions um, has related to, you know, forms of suppressing emotions that I don't want to feel or distracting myself um, or other kinds of, of methods of control. Over-analyzing, right, is, is something I've worked with over the years and tried to um you know, develop a healthier relationship to. And so I often see these themes, not just in my body and my experience, but I'm, when I'm often working with, uh, mentees one to one or in groups or classes, I see people also struggling with, with these kinds of, um, habit patterns. So some of you uh, also might uh, be struggling with this. And so for me, there's this, uh, key point of developing an embodiment meditation practice where we're not, um, pushing our emotions down. We're also not sort of overwhelmed by them all the time, of course, and overtaken by them. But we we try to find and we try to practice this this in between, where we're not rejecting or suppressing what we're feeling, but we're also um, not overtaken by it. And so. Like I said earlier, I, I do have some, uh, content on that. You can, you can go, uh, watch or listen to a practice on, you know, how to work, uh, more skillfully with anxiety or some of the other embodiment guided meditations I've done in the past where I cover on how to work with that. But the basic idea here is, um, Friendliness is, is a form of welcoming. It's a form of kindness. It's a form of, you know, not trying to control or talk down to or manipulate something. You know, just like how we would treat a human friend or want to be treated as a friend. You know, we don't want to be talked down to or pushed away or ignored. You know, we want to be met, uh, with, with warmth and kindness. So a basic principle related to embodiment is just basic kindness. And this is hard because often when strong emotions arise, especially emotions that are um, overwhelming or uncomfortable, um, we don't want to feel them because we identify really strongly with them. You know, our, our sense of self, our sense of who we are is sometimes linked to these emotions. And so when we work with embodiment meditations, we learn to find some space where we can simultaneously feel the emotion, but at the same time, we're cultivating meditative awareness with the felt sense, emotion, or energy. And so we have some space. So spaciousness is something we often need, so we're not completely overtaken and overwhelmed by strong emotions. But what our emotions need is kindness. What they need is non-judgment in the form of not trying to overanalyze them, having some other way to feel um, and bear witness to them, right? So I'll just say that uh, I covered in some other um, episodes, but I just wanted to point that out. So the next key step is working with speediness. Speediness is a form of um, overactivated energy. In the Tibetan medical tradition, we would call this uh, overactivated wind energy or or lung. And when the lung or wind energy, which is a subtle energy in the body, gets overactivated, it's sort of like a fire that that increases the intensity of whatever we're feeling. So even though we might be having a relatively you know not so disturbing emotional reaction, when there's speediness, it's like there's a fire underneath that and then suddenly it becomes uh, way bigger than its initial um, experience or how we initially felt it. So sometimes what we need to do is remedy speediness. We need to bring down that wind energy. Uh, so there's breath practices that really help with this. Uh, embodiment practices also help with this. Of course, movement and things like that. Yoga, um, asanas are really helpful. So I would just suggest that finding or connecting with some practices to bring down that speedy energy. I already started to name it, but the third key step is awareness. Awareness. And awareness is this natural quality of mind that we cultivate and strengthen within meditation. It's a quality of watchfulness. Um, it's a natural aspect of mind, uh, that's connected to knowing, uh, but it's kind of like a double knowing where we might be knowing we're having an emotion, but then we can become aware or know that we're knowing that emotion and feeling it right. And so awareness is not about distance. Some people mistake it as that where, you know, they, they use awareness as a form of dissociating from emotions. But like I was already alluding to, dissociation is not really a form of friendliness towards our emotions. Maybe initially that could be helpful, but eventually we need to mature from that. So instead of dissociating with awareness, we feel with awareness, meaning we feel the feeling in the body you know, related to the embodiment techniques I was talking about earlier. And then we cultivate awareness, the sense of watchfulness uh, that we, you know, cultivated in most meditative practices. So that's really a major key step here because as I was saying, we need to cultivate spaciousness for us. You know, that's, that's the kindness to us, not, not identifying so strongly with, with our emotions. But at the same time, we need to cultivate kindness towards the emotion, And the emotion needs to be felt. So awareness and feeling. And I usually say this, we're cultivating an embodiment practice where awareness is not overtaking the feeling and the feeling is not overtaking awareness. And of course, this is related to practice. It's not something, you know, we're going to do once and get right. This is related to practice and it's a tweaking. It's a it's a maturing. It's a growth that happens over time. The fourth key step is uh, developing the courage to feel. So when we approach an embodiment practice, uh, an embodied meditation practice, developing this this healthy balance of awareness and feeling the feeling, a lot of the times um, it's challenging to feel the feeling because we associate pain, overwhelm, and sometimes like fear of annihilation with it If if it's a particularly strong and disturbing emotion. And so here we need to develop some courageousness. You know, for me, that courageousness doesn't come from, you know, now I'm going to conquer this emotion or now I'm going to like rise above it or something. I think that's kind of a courageousness that is a little bit unkind. So kindness and courageousness can come together here because we're not trying to overtake or control or destroy an emotion we dislike. We're trying to understand it. Right. We're, we're trying, we're, we're trying to develop a deeper relationship and connection to it, but also we need our space. So kind courageousness here or the courage to feel, but doing that with a sense of ease and kindness, developing that over time can be really helpful. So that's why I included it here as a key step. The fifth one is dropping the judgment. So. Also related to a form of kindness is, I I don't know about you, but for me, uh, when my thinking mind is really activated in relation to an emotion and I'm having trouble befriending that emotion, um, I'm really caught in judgment. You know, I'm disliking that emotion. I really don't want it there. I'd rather it just sort of, you know, uh, went away as quickly as possible but it's it's that judging mind that actually sometimes prevents us from befriending the emotion and prevents us from actually unwinding a constriction in the body or unwinding a particular um emotional pattern or habit. So dropping the judgment is a lot easier uh said than done, but through all the principles or or key steps I mentioned earlier, we'll be able to release judgment over time. We'll start to feel safer connecting with the body and resting in the body and naturally, our thinking, judging mind will start to reduce. But sometimes we just need to recognize throughout our day that we're, we're spending way too much time overthinking or judging a certain emotion, right? Instead of feeling it with awareness. The next two key steps are related to, um, a cultivation of a lifestyle that supports friendliness towards emotions, as well as, um, an approach an intention to this cultivation long-term. So the first one is time and space. So I don't know about you, but for me, when I'm really busy and I have a lot going on, it's really difficult to provide the space and time to actually feel um and embody, right? It's difficult to even wanna cultivate a friendly relationship uh, to my emotions or a friendlier one because I just want the emotions to go away so I can finish, you know, the task at hand or do whatever I need to get done. So Busyness in the beginning of cultivating uh, more friendliness towards our emotions can be a little bit of an obstacle. So you may wanna um, just set aside some time and space each day um, to work with this. Of course, that could be within a formal meditation practice, um, but that can also just be little spaces throughout the day. Often for me, those work better, where you know I'm taking little breaks and being very conscious uh, what I'm doing in those breaks, where I might do a practice of embodiment, um, I might deliberately cultivate uh, more friendliness th- through one or more of these key steps. So time and space, really helpful. And the last one is slow and steady effort. Uh, like I said, this is more related to our intention that you know, emotions are not, are not just thoughts. They're also um, energies and things that get lodged in the body. And so the body is, is much slower than the thinking mind. So just think of a physical injury here. Uh, when we get injured uh, physically, we can think out all of the steps and know all of the steps for how to heal and recover. And we can even imagine the recovery within a one minute or two minute period where the actual recovery, what it takes for the body to recover could be weeks or months, right? So it's, it's, it's pretty similar here when it comes to emotions, especially the more felt uh, body qualities of, of our emotions. They take time. Our habitual patterns sometimes have uh, been cultivated over many years. And what I call constrictions, when, um, we have these, these tighter, more constricted, uh, patterns in the body of emotion, usually emotions that, that are uncomfortable for us or painful, um, they, they take time to unconstrict. But the beauty here within all of these steps, if we start to apply them, uh, through a, a meditation practice is, you know, we don't have to go in there and unconstrict it it will unconstrict itself. So in a way, slow and steady effort also relates to cultivating a sense of ease, right? We can't we can't will ease on our emotions, but we can cultivate a sense of ease and spaciousness that helps to support the practice of uh, friendliness towards our emotions. So that's about it for the key steps I wanted to share today on cultivating more friendliness towards our emotions. As you probably noticed, a lot of these relate to just the basic element of kindness, developing more kindness towards ourselves, our bodies, um, our connections with the world and others around us, and kindness in the form of non-judgment, kindness in the form of not pushing, trying to control, uh, just learning to be more. So, hope that's helpful for you. Uh, Feel free to reach out if you have any questions about this or if you want some more support. I I do support people in practices for developing more friendliness um, uh, towards your emotions. Thanks so much, everyone.